Welcome to C3 Church The Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Alrighty, well we're in this series called Every Day with Jesus. Kita masih di seri Setiap Hari Bersama Yesus. And we're learning about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. Kita belajar apa artinya murid Yesus. And so we've been looking at four practical steps that we can take to grow as a disciple of Jesus. Kita lihat ada empat langkah untuk menjadi murid Yesus. And the focus of these steps is not about just having some rules or new set of things that we have to do. Ya, jadi langkah-langkah ini bukan seperti aturan yang kita harus lakukan, bukan. But the focus is building our friendship and relationship with Jesus. Tapi fokusnya adalah membangun persahabatan dan hubungan dengan Tuhan. That we would get to know him more deeply and intimately. Supaya kita lebih dalam kenal Tuhan. Already, we're going to Have a quick recap right now for those that might have missed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, kita mau recap dari dua minggu yang sebelumnya. Okay, so step one in the process is surrendering your life to Jesus. Yang step pertama adalah menyerahkan hidupmu kepada Yesus. So step one is surrendering your life to Jesus. Step pertama menyerahkan hidup saudara kepada Yesus. Does anyone remember the prayers that we can pray connected to that step? Ingat nggak ada doa yang diajarkan di akhir khotbah dua minggu lalu? But your will be done. Oh, well done, Lynn. Gold star for you. So not my will, but your will be done, God. Yeah, bukan kehendakku, tapi biarlah kehendakmu, Tuhan. Yang kedua, help me to lay down my life for you, Jesus, today. Tolong aku untuk menyerahkan hidupku untuk Engkau, Tuhan. Guide and lead me, Lord. Tuntun dan pimpin aku. These are fantastic prayers that we can pray. Those prayers of surrender. Yeah, kita bisa mendoakan ini setiap hari. Okay, step number two. Step yang kedua yang minggu lalu. That was last Sunday. Had Pastor Manuel speaking, such a great word. Listen to Jesus's teaching, guidance, and leading. Mendengarkan pengajaran Yesus, tuntunan dan pimpinannya. And so Pastor Manuel talked about the importance of us positioning ourselves to hear the word of God, but not only just listen, but to grow as disciples in that. Ya, Pastor Manuel mengajarkan kita bagaimana kita mendengar dan bertumbuh di dalam. Pendengaran kita akan firman Tuhan. Alright, that brings us to this week, step number three. Yang minggu ini adalah step yang ketiga. And the step number three is, yaitu walking in obedience to what Jesus ber- says. Berjalan dalam ketaatan. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? We're ready for this. What what comes to mind when you think about the word obedience? Apa yang dipikiran saudara kalau kita bilang ketaatan? You can call it out. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Anything else? What else comes to mind when I say the word obedience? Kalau kita bilang ke anak-anak, apa itu taat? Rules? Yeah. Rules. Definitely rules. Aturan. <laughs> Consistent. To do something consistently, yeah. Listen. Keep listening. Keep listening, yeah. Do we say obedience is easy or hard? Apakah ketaatan itu mudah atau susah? Probably more probably more hard is hmm. obedience fun apakah ketaatan itu sesuatu yang menyenangkan <laughs> it when it first when we first have that word come to mind we probably don't associate the word fun with the word obedience right we kind of think maybe hard not fun boring maybe iya ketika kita mendengar kata ketaatan pertama mungkin aduh enggak enggak seru ini dan boring And so it's interesting that often when we think about obedience we associate it with feeling like it's a hard thing to do that it's a, a not fun thing to do. Ya ketika kita berkata tentang ketaatan kita berpikir sesuatu yang tidak menyenangkan untuk dilakukan. And it's true. 
Obedience does require us to deny ourselves, to lay down our lives, pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Itu adalah hal benar ketika kita mau taat, kita harus menyangkal diri, mengikut memikul salib dan mengikut Yesus. And that's not always easy. Dan tidak selalu mudah. But I want to challenge this idea that we may have about obedience being always hard, difficult, boring, not fun. I want to challenge that idea today. Hari ini saya mau menantang ide yang mengatakan ketaatan itu tidak menyenangkan. Let me ask you this question. Do you think that the disciples had a boring life? Saya mau bertanya, apakah menurut saudara murid-murid Yesus pada zaman dahulu itu hidupnya membosankan? What do you think? No. Okay. Next question. Do you think that they missed out on the best that life had to offer in following and obeying Jesus? Pertanyaan kedua, apakah mereka melewatkan masa-masa yang tidak menyenangkan selama mereka mengikuti Yesus? No, ya. Yeah. I think it's safe to answer no to both of those questions. Iya. Yeah. Jawabannya dua, no, eh no, tidak atas kedua pertanyaan tersebut. And I think it would be safe to say that in them saying yes to Jesus, actually they stepped into the greatest adventure that they could ever experience in their lifetime. Iya, saat mereka mengikut Yesus dan berkata, ya aku mau mengikut engkau Tuhan, sebenarnya mereka di petualangan terbesar dalam kehidupan mereka. They saw things happen before their eyes that they could probably never imagine that they would see. Ya, mereka melihat dengan mata mereka sendiri sesuatu yang besar yang mereka enggak pernah bayangkan. And they got to do things themselves that left them feeling astounded and amazed. Dan bahkan mereka melihat sesuatu yang di luar Uh, mereka sangkakan apa yang bisa dilakukan Tuhan di hadapan mereka. So as we talk about this step of obedience today, I don't want us to automatically think this is going to be hard and difficult and not fun. I want us to have that starting point of no, actually God, as I obey you, I'm actually going to step into life to the full that you have for me. Saat ini saat kita mau belajar tentang ketaatan, kita punya hati seperti ini. Tuhan, aku mau taat, aku mau hidup dalam kemenangan dan kelimpahan-Mu. As we walk in obedience, saat kita berjalan dalam ketaatan, we're going to see miracles. Kita akan melihat mujizat. We're going to see God do amazing signs and wonders in our life. Kita akan melihat tanda-tandanya Tuhan. We're going to see God be, prove Himself to be faithful time and time again. Kita lihat Tuhan akan membuktikan betapa Dia sangat setia. That He's going to provide for us in supernatural ways. Dan Dia menyediakan apa yang saudara perlukan. That we're going to see other people powerfully impacted as we step out in obedience. Dan kita lihat orang lain terimpartasi dengan ketaatan kita. We're going to see breakthroughs and victories happen. Kita lihat ada terobosan dan juga kemenangan. And we're going to experience great blessings from God. Dan kita mengalami berkat yang besar dari Tuhan. So I encourage you as you we engage with this level of obedience to Jesus. Saat ini saya mau lihat ketika kita uh, benar-benar mau taat sama Tuhan. That you're not going to be missing out. Saudara enggak akan ketinggalan. You're not going to be having a boring life. Saudara enggak akan bosan. That in fact we're stepping into the life that to the full that Jesus has offered for us. Kita akan mengalami hidup berkelimpahan yang sudah dijanjikan Tuhan. Okay, so what does obedience look like? Apakah uh, kelihatannya seperti apa ketaatan itu? So firstly, I want to highlight to you that step two, what we talked about last week about listening, and step three, obedience, they go hand in hand. They're very closely connected. Ya, jadi uh, step dua itu mendengarkan dan juga yang ke- Selanjutnya sekarang ketaatan itu sangat berhubungan ketaatan dan mendengar. A passage from the book of James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25 if you have your bible you can turn there. Mari kita buka di Yakobus 1 ayat 22 sampai 25. We're going to read first verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says. 
Tetapi hendaklah kamu menjadi pelaku firman dan bukan hanya pendengar saja sebab jika tidak demikian kamu menipu diri sendiri. And so basically this scripture is encouraging us not to just be listening to the word. That's not enough. We actually have to put the word into practice. Jadi intinya kita bukan hanya pendengar tapi juga pelaku firman. James goes on to say give this example in verse 23 and 24. Dia memberi contoh di pasal 23 dan eh ayat 23 dan 24. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Sebab jika seorang hanya mendengar firman saja dan tidak melakukannya, ia adalah seumpama seorang yang sedang mengamat-ngamati mukanya yang sebenarnya di depan cermin. Baru saja ia memandang dirinya, ia sudah pergi atau ia segera lupa bagaimana rupanya. You know, in the morning when you first look in the mirror, sometimes it can be a bit of a shock. To see the condition of your face, yeah. particularly your hair. Yeah. I think my hair is always just really out there every yeah. morning, no matter no no matter what happens. It's always just crazy. Yes. Bayangkan saudara pagi ini tadi bangun, bayangkan muka saudara bagaimana pada saat baru bangun tidur. Berkaca. Anyone else have a similar experience? Apakah saudara langsung terlihat kinclong? Yeah, kinclong. Full of the glory of God, you reckon? <laughs> Anyone got perfect hair that as they wake up in the morning, it's fine. It's all ready yeah. to go. Yours Mungkin was always, yours was always nempel -nempel. <laughs> Sometimes. And then you've got like puffy eyes and maybe a bit of sleep. We call it sleep. I don't know what you call that bit in there. We call it banyak belek. The little, the little, the little thing. <laughs> <laughs> Belekan, yeah. And then there might be like a bit of drool on your face or yeah, like a bit maybe, of toothpaste yeah. left over yeah. from when you brush your teeth last night. If it's my son, it's milk. There's always yeah. milk just Masih on his banyak Now imagine if we went to the mirror, looked at ourselves and go, oh, probably should fix that. Ya ketika kita ngaca, kayaknya aku perlu nyisi rambut deh. But then we don't fix it and we go out and we go on our day, we go to the market, we go do the school pickup, we go to work and we keep ourselves in that same condition. Iya, enggak mungkin saudara begitu bangun langsung tanpa membereskan muka saudara, saudara langsung sekolah ataupun ke pasar. Now, some of you might be confident to embrace that I've just got out of bed look in public, but for most of us, we'd want to do something about changing and make sure we make some adjustments so that we've got a our hair looks good, our face looks good. Iya, mungkin bagi sebagian kita kita nyaman bangun tidur langsung keluar, tapi automatically naturalnya kita kita akan melakukan sesuatu untuk muka kita. So it's the same when we read the Word of God. Sama dengan ketika membaca firman Tuhan. Often when we read the scriptures, it challenges us and it inspires us to bring about change in our life. Jadi itu menantang kita kalau kita baca firman, kita enggak hanya baca tapi kita mau melakukan sesuatu. That we learn about some adjustments that we can make maybe in our character or in our thoughts or our attitude. Dan kita mau melakukan sesuatu supaya kita bisa berubah dalam perkataan dan juga karakter kita. But we can't just get to that point and then not do anything about it. That just as we want to fix our hair and fix our face in the morning when we look in the mirror, we want to do what the word is encouraging us to do. Sama kita seharusnya memiliki sikap ketika aku baca firman, aku mau melakukan. So that we will be listeners of the word and doers of the word. Mendengarkan firman dan melakukan firman. Let's finish this verse, verse 25. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Tetapi barang siapa meneliti hukum yang sempurna, yaitu hukum yang memerdekakan orang dan ia bertekun di dalamnya, jadi bukan hanya mendengar untuk melupakannya tetapi sungguh-sungguh melakukannya ia akan berbahagia oleh perbuatannya. So if we want to be disciples of Jesus. Kita mau jadi murid Yesus. We must live in that lifestyle of obedience. Kita harus punya gaya hidup 
orang yang taat. And that as we listen to and obey the word of God, just as this verse promises, there are blessings available for us. Dikatakan di ayat terakhir tadi ada berkat yang sudah Tuhan sediakan untuk ketaatan kita. Apakah saudara mau menerima berkat Tuhan? That's the type of blessing that I want. Yeah, saya pribadi dan pastor juga mau menerima berkat Tuhan. The blessings that the world can offer me, they, they don't last. They don't give. Uh, they only give momentary happiness. Yeah, berkat yang dari dunia ini hanya sementara. But I want the blessings of the Lord flowing in my life, and Tapi I hope that you do too. Saya mau berkat yang datangnya dari Tuhan, bukan dari dunia. And so, as we talk about obedience today, I want to make the distinction that there's actually different levels of obedience. Jadi dari setelah membaca firman ini ada level dari level ketaatan. And it's my hope today that we're going to level up. Yeah, jadi kita mau naik level. That we're going to grow in our maturity as disciples of Jesus. Kita nggak mau jadi bayi rohani, tapi kita menjadi orang yang dewasa rohani. And that, as we said before, that we would step into that grand adventure of what obeying Jesus is all about. Kita mau mengalami petualangan yang luar biasa bersama Tuhan saat kita taat dengan firman Tuhan. Alright, let's have a look at the basic level of obedience. Yang pertama. Hmm, level dasar. What can this look like? Seperti apa sih kalau level dasar tuh kayak well, anak SD? Maybe we obey because we don't want to get in trouble. Mungkin kita taat karena aku nggak mau dapat masalah. Maybe we're just like oh, I'm just gonna not do this because I don't want to have that punishment happen in my life. Ya, aku nggak mau bikin mas. Eh, aku mau taat karena supaya aku nggak dihukum. Another element of this basic level of obedience is that we're only obedient when other people are watching. Ya, saya mau taat ketika pas ada orang nanti kok. Ada orang lihat soalnya. And so we might do the right thing when our church friends are around, but when we're home by ourselves or we're out with our non-church friends, we're tempted to not maybe do the right yeah. thing. Saya mau taat ketika ada teman-teman gereja atau ada orang yang saya kenal. Kalau saya sendiri, nggak ada yang lihat. Another element of this basic level of obedience is selective obedience. I'm just going to choose which things I'm going to obey God with and which ones I'm not going to. Iya. Jadi aku mau taat hanya hal-hal tertentu. And so this is a basic level of our obedience as disciples of Jesus. Jadi ini adalah tingkat dasar ketaatan. Now, as many of you know, we have almost a one-year-old boy. Saudara mungkin tahu saya punya anak hampir berumur satu tahun. And now that he's getting bigger, he's learning more about obedience. Iya, ketika dia makin bertumbuh, dia belajar tentang taat. And because he's so young, he doesn't actually necessarily know what is right and what's wrong. Karena dia masih bayi, dia belum tahu apa yang benar, apa yang salah. And so he needs guidance from Emmanuel and I about what is good and what's not so good. Jadi dia butuh pimpinan saya dan suami saya untuk apa yang bagus, apa yang enggak. So currently he's learning that it's not so good to play with the rubbish bin. Ya, jadi saat ini dia sedang suka main dengan tong sampah. We're trying to learn teach him that it's not a good thing to put his hands in the bin and touch all of the rubbish. Ya, kami sedang mengajar kalau tidak baik main di tong sampah karena itu jorok. We're also trying to teach him that he can't go up the stairs on his own. Juga jangan manjat ketangga sendirian. And so we're constantly giving him instructions throughout the day. Jadi kami terus memberikan uh, instruksi bagaimana dia harus menghadapinya setiap hari. Now, sometimes Rafael is still figuring out whether or not we're just sort of playing or joking or if we're being serious. Iya, kadang Rafael karena masih bayi dia bisa membedakan mamanya ini bercanda atau serius. So if I use a certain voice with Rafael, like Rafael, don't touch that, come back to mommy. Iya, kalau saya bilang Rafael, jangan pegang itu sini ke mama. He will often turn around, look at me, and smile, and then continue on doing what yeah. I just asked him not to do. Biasanya dia lihat senyum, kayaknya ah, boleh nih kayaknya. But if I use this voice, 
Jadi kalau saya menggunakan suara ini, ah, Rafael, come back here now. Ah, ah, Rafael sini. He will often jump and then scurry straight back to me. Iya, dia pasti kaget. Suaranya suara besar langsung kembali ke mamanya. Now I don't want to use this strong voice with him all the time. Iya, sebagai seorang ibu saya nggak mau terus saya pakai nada tinggi untuk menggalak anak saya. It's the way that he figures out that's not the right thing for me to do. Tapi dia langsung ngeh. Oh, ini nggak betul ini. And so whilst he's still learning and developing. Ketika dia terus belajar untuk develop brainnya, we have to offer him that strong guidance. Kami harus terus menuntun dia. We need to guide him directly. This is the right thing. This is the wrong thing. Kami harus menolong dia. Oh, Rafael ini enggak benar ya ini enggak. Now, if we weren't around, ketika kami ada, and we left Rafael to his own devices, <laughs> atau kami biarkan dia sendirian, there would be a really big mess everywhere. Dan akan ada berantakan yang. Because his favorite thing at the moment is pulling everything out, bags, whatever it is, boxes. He just pull everything out. Ya, karena dia masih bayi dia suka memberantakin barang. And there's a high chance that he would do something that's unsafe or dangerous. Ya, mungkin dia akan melakukan sesuatu yang berbahaya. So Rafael is still at a really basic level of obedience because of his age. Rafael masih di level uh, dasar karena umurnya. But you know what? Tahukah saudara? He's not going to stay that level the whole his whole life. Iya, dia enggak mungkin selama hidupnya di level dasar terus dalam ketaatan. When Rafael is 20, that's an interesting thought. I have not even thought that far ahead. But when he's 20, I'm hoping that I will not need to tell him not to play in the rubbish bin anymore. Iya. Ketika dia umur 20, enggak mungkin saya bilang Rafael, jangan main di tong sampah lagi. Hopefully he will know all by himself that that's not a hygienic thing iya. to do. Dia otomatis ngerti itu enggak hygiene, ngapain aku ngorek-ngorek sampah kan? And I wouldn't be need to be there to tell him because he's just going to know after all these years of experience. He's just going to know I probably shouldn't iya. do that. Saya enggak perlu hadir selama 20 tahun untuk membilangin hal tersebut yang sama tentang tong sampah. And I also hope by that stage that he knows how to take the bin bag out and put it outside ready for the rubbish collection. That's also another iya. skill that Saya berharap ketika dia besar dia malah melakukan inisiatif yang lain. And so it's our, the same with our journey of obedience with Jesus. Sama dengan perjalanan ketaatan kita dengan Yesus. We may start at this basic level of obedience. Mungkin kita memulai dengan level dasar dalam ketaatan. Where we're just obeying because we don't want to get into trouble. Aku mau taat karena ah nanti ada masalah pula aku. Where we're just obeying when people are watching us. Aku mau taat karena ada bapakku yang lihat aku. Or just having selective obedience. Atau aku taat hanya hal-hal tertentu. But we're not meant to stay at this basic level of obedience. Tapi jangan hanya tinggal di level dasar, saudara. Because if we do, if we stay in that place, that is when obedience to Jesus feels heavy and it feels hard. Karena kalau kita hanya di sini, kita merasa ketaatan itu sangat berat. Rafael doesn't want me yelling at him all day, being sternly talking to him like, "Oh, you can't do this." That's not a good place for me and it's not a good place for him. Iya, anak saya enggak suka kalau setiap hari saya ngomelin terus. Itu enggak baik buat anak saya, juga buat saya sendiri. It's what we need to do for now as he's growing in his age, but I don't want to stay in that place because it's not enjoyable for both of us. Iya, karena itu enggak hal yang menyenangkan kalau terus saling mengingatkan. And so one day Rafael will experience the joy that's found in him walking in obedience without me having to tell him every time. Yeah, Rafael akan menemukan suatu hari ketika dia taat walaupun saya enggak ada, dia akan merasakan sukacita. That he's going to obey out of respect for Pastor Emmanuel and I. Yeah, dia akan taat karena dia menghormati ayah ibunya. That he's going to know in his heart, oh this is the right thing to do. Dan dia akan tahu, oh ini memang hal yang benar yang harus saya lakukan. And he's going to have a peace that he carries because he knows as he walks in obedience that he's going to be kept safe. Ya, karena ketika dia taat, dia tahu itu adalah hal yang aman buat dia. That he's going to make good choices. Ada pilihan yang terbaik. 
Sama seperti kita ketika kita berjalan dalam ketaatan dengan Tuhan Yesus. We want to move beyond those basic levels of obedience. Jangan kita harus naik dari level dasar ketaatan. And to be mature disciples of Christ. Menjadi murid Yesus yang dewasa. Alright, let's have a look at what we can aspire to as a mature at a, at a mature level of obedience. Yang kedua adalah uh, level level ketaatan yang dewasa. That we would obey God. Because of our deep love for him. Saya mau taat sama Tuhan karena saya mengasihi Tuhan. And that we would also obey him because we have this healthy fear of the Lord. Saya, mengas- saya mau taat karena saya takut akan Tuhan. And I'll explain that a little bit more in a moment. Saya akan jelaskan nanti. And that we'll be faithful even when no one's watching. Saya mau taat dan melakukan apapun walaupun enggak ada orang yang melihat. And that we would be obedient and faithful in the little things and the big things. Saya mau taat dan setia melakukan perkara kecil maupun perkara besar. So let's have a quick look at each of these in a little bit more detail. Mari kita lihat lebih detail. When we obey the teachings of Jesus because of our deep love for Him, we're walking in maturity as a disciple. Ketika kita taat uh, melakukan kata kata kita taat kita berada di hubungan dengan Tuhan yang lebih dalam. When you love someone deeply, you don't want to see them hurt. Ketika engkau sangat mengasihi seseorang, engkau enggak mau melihat dia terluka. You want to please please them. Kau mau menyenangkan dia. You want to do things that make them feel happy. Kau mau melakukan sesuatu yang membuat dia senang. And so the deeper that your relationship with God becomes, semakin dalam hubungan saudara dengan Tuhan, the more that you naturally want to please him by obeying him. Itu adalah otomatis saudara mau menyenangkan dia dan taat. Because we don't want to do things that are going to hurt his heart. Kita karena kita enggak mau melakukan sesuatu yang menyakiti hati dia. Or that would bring dishonor to his name. Atau tidak menghormati nama Tuhan. Because we're so grateful for all that he's done for us. Karena kita masa aku bersyukur Tuhan atas apa yang sudah Tuhan lakukan atas hidupku. That we can't help but want to do what God's asking us to do. Dan aku mau melakukan apa yang Tuhan minta. And so when our love for God is the main motivation to obeying God's word, Kasih kita kepada Tuhan adalah dasar saya mau taat kepada Tuhan. It's when we obey in that level when we step into that great adventure that he has for us. Ketika kita taat dalam hal ini, ya, ketika kita taat dalam level dewasa, itu saudara akan mengalami pertolongan yang besar bersama Tuhan. So the second sign that we're walking in maturity in our obedience is that we have this healthy fear of the Lord. Iya. Tanda kedua kita taat adalah Kita takut akan Tuhan yang benar ya. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Di Amsal 1 ayat 7 berkata takut akan Tuhan adalah permulaan pengetahuan tetapi orang bodoh menghina hikmat dan didikan. Now the fear of the Lord sounds like it should be a bad thing yeah like it's got the word fear in there so, so is that a good thing or not? Ya, menurut saudara perkataan takut akan Tuhan ada perkataan takut Di sini takutnya apakah baik atau tidak? But actually the fear of the Lord is really important in our walk of faith. Sebenarnya takut akan Tuhan itu sangat penting dalam perjalanan iman kita. Having a fear of the Lord is about us wanting to honor God. Ya, takut akan Tuhan bukan berarti artinya ketakutan tapi mau menghormati Tuhan. And that we obey his voice because we have this reverence that we're in awe of how amazing he is. Iya, kita mengerti, menghormati dan Tahu betapa luar biasanya Tuhan. We recognize that He is indeed Almighty God. Kita mengakui kalau Dia Allah yang besar. That He is all powerful, all knowing. Dia berkuasa dan tahu segalanya. Worthy of glory and worship. 
layak menerima pujian dan penyembahan kita. As we walk in the fear of the Lord, we believe that his teachings are true, that they're wise, they're good. Saat kita percaya dengan Tuhan, kita tahu kalau pengajarannya itu benar. So as we walk in that obedience with a healthy fear of the Lord, we're choosing to respect his guidelines for our living. Dan kita kita taat, kita memilih untuk berrespek, hormat dengan Firman Tuhan. Alright, the third characteristic of a mature disciple is being faithful to obey even when no one's watching. Yang ketiga, taat ketika tidak ada satu orang pun yang melihat. What you do in secret? Apa yang kau lakukan tersembunyi? Reveals our true motives. Itu menunjukkan motivas motifmu yang sebenarnya. It reveals the condition of our heart. Itu menunjukkan sikap hatimu. We may say that we love the Lord. Kita mungkin bilang Tuhan, aku mengasihi Engkau. But the evidence of that love is going to be confirmed by what we do when no one else is watching. Itu akan dibuktikan ketika Engkau sendiri dan tidak ada orang melihat. There is this saying, and I don't know if you know it here in Indonesia, that it says, "Dance like no one's watching." Ada perkataan, menarilah ketika enggak ada satupun yang melihat. Do you have that one here? No, no. You must be a, maybe I don't even know if it's just an Aussie thing. Maybe, dance but like basically they're like, yeah, it's just be free, dance as if no one's watching you. Oh, menarilah seperti nggak ada orang lihat. Well, I want to change that and I want to encourage us with a different statement today. Saya mau ngasih statement lain dari itu. That says, obey like Jesus is watching. Yeah, taat seperti ketika Yesus melihat. So even when no one else is there, God sees what we do. Walaupun enggak ada yang lihat di sekitar kita tapi saudara ketahui mata Tuhan melihat. And our obedience to God when no one's watching is connected to our love for God. Itu berhubungan dengan betap membuktikan uh, kasih kita pada Tuhan. And also our fear of the Lord. Dan juga takut akan Tuhan. And so these things drive us to walk in obedience when no one else is watching. Inilah mendorong kita untuk aku mau taat pada Tuhan walaupun enggak ada yang melihat. So when you're tempted, ketika saudara tergoda to maybe compromise or to cut corners uh, tergoda dan untuk melakukan sesuatu yang enggak benar when there's an opportunity to sin but you have this thought like it's okay i can do it because no one else has seen me atau muncul di pikiran saudara oke okay, kayaknya aku bisa melakukannya enggak ada yang lihat ini they're not gonna know mereka enggak tahu remember that god sees and knows ingatlah tuhan tuh melihat this is where the fear of the lord comes in a little bit and that's a good thing inilah yang disebut takut akan tuhan buat takut yang baik We want to walk in that place of obedience no matter what's happening. Aku mau taat apapun yang terjadi. All right, and the last characteristic of walking in it, that mature level of obedience is being faithful in the little things as well as the big things. Yang karakter ter, uh, dewasa ta, dewasa adalah setia dalam perkara kecil dan perkara besar. Luke chapter 16 verse 10 to 12. Who, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with li- very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? Ayat 10 berkata, barang siapa setia dalam perkara-perkara kecil, ia setia juga dalam perkara-perkara besar. Dan barang siapa tidak benar dalam perkara-perkara kecil, ia tidak benar juga dalam perkara-perkara besar. Jadi, jikalau kamu tidak setia dalam hal mamon yang tidak jujur, Siapakah yang akan mempercayakan kepadamu harta yang sesungguhnya? Dan jikalau kamu tidak setia dalam harta orang lain, siapakah yang akan menyerahkan hartamu sendiri kepadamu? So every day we're faced with these little tests 
Setiap hari kita dihadapkan dengan ujian apakah saya mau taat atau enggak. As we choose to obey God, we're proving that we can be trusted and remain faithful. Saat kita taat kita uh, dihadapkan untuk saya untuk tetap setia dengan firman Tuhan. And God has a mission for you to accomplish in your lifetime. Tuhan punya misi buat saudara dan saya untuk uh, melakukan apa yang Tuhan mau. And the bigness of that vision is actually largely dependent on your ability to obey what Jesus is asking you to do. Visi yang akan kau lakukan itu tergantung apakah kau taat apa yang mau Tuhan kerjakan atas hidupmu. And so this is a great encouragement for us to be faithful in those little things that we can prove, we can be tested to show that we're faithful going to be faithful with the big things. Ya, kita akan diuji kalau saya setia dengan perkara kecil sudah pasti Tuhan akan memberikan perkara besar. And so you might have a desire to be married here one day. Saudara pasti punya keinginan, oh satu hari saya mau menikah. A great way for you to prepare is by being faithful with your current friendships. Iya, supaya saudara menikah, saudara harus setia dengan persahabatan yang ada sekarang. You could look for opportunities to serve your friends and love them. Iya, saudara bisa setia melayani teman-teman saudara. As you're faithful with the little. God will give you the much. Yeah, ketika engkau setia dengan perkara kecil, Tuhan akan menyediakan pasangan yang tepat pada waktunya. You might have a desire to run a business one day. Mungkin saudara mau punya keinginan untuk punya bisnis sendiri suatu hari. And so you can start by being a faithful employee. Bisa dimulai dengan menjadi seorang pekerja yang taat. Coming to work early. Datang kerja on time being, sebelum. Yes, being reliable. Menjadi uh, staff yang bisa dipercaya. Working honestly and diligently. Bekerja dengan jujur dan uh, rajin. As you're faithful with the little, God will give you the much. Saat so, uh, saudara bekerja dengan setia hal kecil, percaya Tuhan akan perkara besar disediakan dalam pekerjaan saudara. Every time you give your tithes and offerings. Saat kau setia memberikan memberikan persembahan dan perpuluhan. God will reward your obedience. Tuhan akan uh, memberikan reward atas ketaatan saudara. Every time you choose to forgive. Setiap saat saudara memilih untuk mengampuni, to not gossip, tidak gosip, to not look at impure things, untuk memilih melakukan hal-hal yang kudus, or to care for other people's things as if they were your own, dan mengasihi orang lain, ah, mengasihi orang lain seperti diri kita sendiri, you will be rewarded for your obedience. Saudara akan diberikan reward dari Tuhan sendiri. As you're faithful with the little, you'll be entrusted with the much. Saat saudara setia dengan perkara kecil, Tuhan akan berikan perkara yang besar. True riches. Uh, kekayaan yang sebenarnya. Alrighty, let's take a moment now just to reflect on this message today. Mari kita mau merefleksikan pesan Tuhan hari ini. We've talked about being mature in our level of obedience that we're going to level up to a new level of maturity. Kita belajar bagaimana menjadi level dewasa dalam ketaatan. And so Mari kita menjadi seorang yang dewasa dalam ketaatan. That we're going to obey the teachings of Jesus because of his deep love, our deep love for him. Kita mau taat dengan pengajarannya, firman-Nya karena kasih kita kepada Tuhan. That we're going to obey God because we fear him. Kita mau taat sama Tuhan karena kita takut akan Tuhan. That we want to honor him and respect his great name. Kita mau menghormati Tuhan. That we are people that are faithful even when no one else is watching. Saya mau menjadi orang yang taat dan setia saat tidak ada satu orang pun melihat. That we're faithful in the little things and the big things. Mau taat dengan hal kecil dan hal besar. So I want you to just close your eyes across this room. Mari setiap kita menutup mata kita. And I want you to reflect. Saya mau saudara 
uh, merefleksikan. What level of obedience are you currently at? Saya sudah apakah saya sudah taat di level dasar ataupun level yang sudah dewasa? And I want you to be honest. Saya mau saudara jujur dengan diri saudara sendiri. And it's okay if you're kind of doing a few of those things that are in the basic level of obedience. There's no condemnation here today. Iya, enggak apa-apa kalau saudara pun masih di level dasar, tidak ada penuduhan, tidak ada penghakiman. What there is is an invitation for you to be able to step up and come to a higher place. Tapi saya mau mendorong saudara mari, ayo kita melangkah tinggi lagi ke menjadi yang dewasa. To move out of that place of feeling heavy and that obedience is hard. To stepping into that place of freedom that true obedience brings. Mari kita melangkah dengan kebebasan, jangan merasa berat. So what areas can you grow in? Area apa di, di area mana saudara bisa bertumbuh? Maybe you can just choose one of those areas as a focus for you. Mungkin kau bisa memilih fokus area bertumbuhanmu. I'm going to get better at doing the right thing even when people aren't around me. Saya mau melakukan hal yang terbaik dan taat sama Tuhan ketika walaupun gak ada orang yang melihat saya. Saya mau setia dengan perkara kecil. Apapun itu saudara, mari bawa itu ke hadapan Tuhan. Katakan di dalam hatimu. There is power available for you. Ada kuasa yang tersedia untuk engkau saat engkau mau berubah. To walk in that greater level of obedience. Untuk menjadi dewasa di dalam ketaatan. Just receive from the Holy Spirit. Mari kau terima sani dari Roh Kudus. Strength, kekuatan. Faith, iman. Persistence, ketekunan. His truth, kebenarannya. That you would walk in that level of obedience that He's calling us to. Engkau akan berjalan dalam ketaatan. And so Holy Spirit, I welcome you to move right now. Aku berdoa Kudus Engkau bergerak saat ini. That Lord, we thank you that we're on this journey with you. Kami bersyukur kami ber- dalam perjalanan bersama Engkau, Tuhan. And that you're calling us up to a higher place. Engkau memanggil kami untuk menjadi bukan hanya di bawah tapi tinggi di atas. That you're bringing growth to us as disciples. Dan Engkau membuat kami bertumbuh sebagai seorang murid. My prayer is we step into this week. Kami mau melangkah dalam minggu ini, Tuhan. That the words of this message would echo in our minds. Biarkan firman ini terus mengaung dalam pikiran kami sepanjang minggu ini. That as we step into our day, that we'll be thinking, God, how can I obey you in a mature level today? Biar setiap hari Tuhan ini menjadi kerinduan kami Tuhan, bagaimana aku akan bertumbuh semakin dewasa di dalam Kau. And God, I pray that as we say yes to you and choose to obey you. Saat ini aku berdoa Tuhan saat kami memilih untuk berkata ya aku mau taat Tuhan. That we're going to see incredible miracles released. Kami percaya ada mujizat-Mu Tuhan dilepaskan saat ini. Lives impacted and transformed. Kami percaya banyak kehidupan yang diubahkan. We're going to see amazing things happen. Melihat, akan melihat hal-hal yang besar. And so Holy Spirit seal this message today. Biarkan firman-Mu hari ini Tuhan terkunci di hati dan pikiran kami. Remind us of the scriptures and the message throughout the week. Biarkan firman-Mu itu terus teringat dalam Pikiran kami sepanjang minggu ini. And help us grow stronger and stronger in you. Biarkan kami semakin bertumbuh kuat di dalam Kau. We thank you in your mighty name, Jesus. We pray these things. Kami bersyukur dalam nama Yesus. Amen, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebukit.com. 